Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 20 of Secrets of Shadowloo. For those of you who love rules, for those of you who love dots, for those of you who love killing the color ink cartridge in your printer before it's time, you're going to be very excited about today. Today we are looking at our first Street Fighter character sheet, the character sheet of M. Bison. Unlike character sheets from other World of Darkness games of this period, this character sheet is very colorful. It's got these big red borders. It's got three different colors of dot. Those of you who aren't familiar with White Wolf's games may not know. Pretty much all of the various abilities and skills and attributes and whatnot in White Wolf games are measured with a number. But instead of putting that number on the character sheet where you could read it, uh, you instead fill in the corresponding number of dots. So if you have strength four, you don't write the number four. You fill in four little bubbles of the five bubbles on the track because otherwise it's like you're doing math. This is a very clever workaround that uh, White Wolf has innovated here. You know, if you add two plus two and it equals four, that's math. But if you add two dots plus two dots and it equals four dots, that's arts and crafts. So anyway, it's a nice colorful character sheet that can barely contain the power of M. Bison. Normally, human traits of various kinds are rated on a scale of one to five, with one being weak and two being average person and five being like world class, highly exceptional. In other White Wolf games, typically, like let's say Vampire the Masquerade, elder vampires with very potent blood can raise their scores above that five dot limit. So if you've got a vampire who's centuries old and is like this mastermind of undead conspiracy, then maybe they don't just have a manipulation five, they have a manipulation six because they're like a prince of lies, right? In Street Fighter, instead of making those extra superhuman dots available to elder vampires or esoteric spiritual beings, uh, they're available to people who just work really hard, people who really want it. And M. Bison really wants it. Dude's got strength six, dexterity six, stamina six. That is superhuman in every physical attribute. He's also got intelligence six and wits six. Wits is kind of an odd attribute, which is sort of like common sense slash moxie slash quick thinking. Anyway, whatever it is, M. Bison's got loads of it. And his best attribute is manipulation seven which by the standards of other World of Darkness games is crazy high for somebody who's basically a normal human being. But, you know, then again, like, normal is a relative term. I guess if you're simultaneously blackmailing every world leader, like, that's that's fair enough. Manipulation 7 sounds about right. I mean, I could go on, but it's, it's just boring. It's like everything you would expect him to be good at, he's either world-class at or superhuman at. Interrogation, intimidation, subterfuge, blind fighting, leadership, security. It goes on and on and on. I mean, punch, kick, block, grab. The system is designed so that you're like good at some combat techniques and not at others. M. Bison is just like at least topping out the scale on all of them. And then on a few of them, he's breaking the scale. Similarly, a man of extremes. He has 52 wins on the Street Fighter circuit. No losses, no draws, and every win is a knockout. This game doesn't really have any kind of um, alignment or morality system, but it does have two ratings, glory and honor, rated on a scale of 1 to 10. Bison has glory 10, honor 0, as expected. There are two kind of interesting things here that maybe give us enough insight into Bison to count as a secret of Shadowloo. Number one is that his concept is listed as ex-dictator, which is highly underselling his achievement post-Thailand. Like, 
Motherfucker basically runs the world. Like, saying ex-dictator in Bison is like saying ex-Jazzy Jeff collaborator Will Smith, right? Banana sandwich enthusiast Elvis Presley. But this does appear in the concept section of the character sheet, so this is not like an objective view of who Bison is in world history. This is like, what is his identity? And I think that kind of fits with what we were talking about last time. I think being the scrappy underdog dictator of Thailand was really like the high watermark of Bison's life as a person. And all this like space meteor, global terror, hunt for mystical artifacts, all this bullshit. This is this is jumping the shark for him. This is like when you're 18th level in D&D and the DM is like, a council of the gods has summoned you to travel to the plain of Bytopia to acquire the golden apples of blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Man, I got into the dungeon racket because I couldn't afford whiskey and I wanted some whiskey. I'm good now. Like if I ever run out of whiskey, I will sell one of the half dozen swords of legend that I've got sitting by the door to my house in a little cylindrical basket like umbrellas. I'm good. Like I'm not looking for work. M. Bison has, has thoroughly outgrown his character concept. And I think that's reflected here. Number two, though, getting to like who Bison is, what he does have a passion for and what he might still want especially as regards his proxy involvement in the Street Fighter circuit, right? Like not actually getting in there and brawling, but like sponsoring all these Street Fighters. It's a combination of two things. Number one, one of his lowest stats in a three-way tie for his lowest stat among his attributes is charisma. Strangely, for the sole leader of a multifarious global criminal conspiracy, strangely for somebody who basically intimidates the whole world at once through personal force of will, M. Bison has charisma three, like just slightly above average. He's fairly likable, but you put him on the world stage with other world leaders, put him up against even uh, your more sociable street fighters, right? Your Vegas, your Kens, your DJs. He's much less likable than that. He's not the life of the party like those people. And if you look at his top abilities, right? We mentioned things like interrogation, intimidation, subterfuge, all the things you would expect for like just a world-class mercenary and like military thug. But also, M. Bison has six dots in arena. This is the knowledge specific to the Street Fighter storytelling game that is about your knowledge of worldwide street fighting venues. This ability essentially covers a lot of um, trivia about where street fighters fight. You know, what are the distinctive qualities of these different locations? Who are the regulars there? You know, the different competition circuits, who you're likely to find on a card. Nerdy details, like the kind of stuff you would read in zines back in the day. The kind of stuff that tape traders would have known back in the day about like indie pro wrestling. Or like backstage band talk with like, oh, I like this venue, but I hate this venue. Like, oh, the traffic here versus these people stiff me on drinks, you know, like that kind of stuff. Real inside baseball, which is kind of weird for a big picture thinker like M. Bison, both temperamentally and in terms of his actual job, right? Because M. Bison's not a manager. Like he's not sitting at a crowded desk in his suspenders with his sleeves rolled up on the phone, like making hotel reservations. He's not on the fucking phone with catering, haggling for a cheese tray backstage, right? There are people in Shadaloo who do that. We're going to meet some of them. So M. Bison to do his job really doesn't need to know all these piddly little details about all the shitty street fighting venues in the world, which by the way, it's called street fighting. Some of these are literally streets. This of all things could be delegated, right? But it's not about that. At this point, we've really established Bison's craving for violence, his his desire for, for hands-on bare knuckle brawling. But what I think I haven't emphasized enough is that that isn't the only driver for his frankly out of control obsession with street fighting. Bison isn't just violent. He's also a big fucking nerd. He's like a street fighting super fan. And now that he's got a lot of money, now that he's got a lot of power, 
now that he's got a lot of influence, he's just getting super weird about it. You know what it's like? It's like Nick Cage and Superman. That's exactly what this is. If you need a reference for like weirdo becomes famous, gets more weird. Nick Cage and Superman. I mean, you can imagine the kind of circles I run in. I've known a lot of embarrassing comic book fans. But Nick Cage, I mean, naming your child after Superman. We've all seen the picture of of Nick Cage in the Superman costume trying to get cast as Superman. Nick Cage. Or, you know, not to single out Nick Cage, uh, David Arquette, big pro wrestling fan, has gotten himself inexplicably into pro wrestling. He's weird about it. That's the Arena 6 side of the equation, that the Bison is a super fan. The other side of the equation is, is the big fact about these rich and powerful and famous super fans, which is if you're a creepy weirdo who's super into something, no matter how rich and famous you get, no matter how much access you can buy, the people in that field will always see you as a creepy weirdo who is super into what they do. And I think that's the thing with him, Bison. I think that no matter how much he tries to live out his street fighting fantasy, which he can totally back up with martial arts prowess and, and, you know, psychic mojo and everything. Nonetheless, now and then a little bit of that arena six is going to come out a little bit of that trivia, like knowing a little too much about the rates and the clientele at E-Honda's bathhouse and E-Honda looking into the crackling eyes of this global dictator is like, Hey, it's cool. You're interested in the bathhouse. And in Bison's like stupid, stupid, stupid. Cause he spent all those afternoons as a Street Fighter fan, just pouring over E-Honda's Wikipedia entry, and now that is perfectly obvious. Now E-Honda knows uh, this is one of those guys, right? And in a moment, all of Bison's intimidating aura is gone. He's just another creepy fan. That's what I think that Charisma 3 is about, and that's the secret of Shadowloo for this page. As those of you who are pro wrestling fans will know, David Arquette, the guy from Scream, was at one time the world champion of WCW. He was a world champion wrestler. That's the top of the field. Nonetheless, still a weird fan all these decades later. And in the same way, M. Bison, 52 wins, no losses, master of untold psychic power and combat maneuvers never seen before on the goddamn planet Earth. Nonetheless, still more of a weird fan of street fighting. And he always will be. So that completes our four-part series on the psychology of M. Bison. Hopefully this gives you a real three-dimensional picture of the central personality of Shadowloo, because we're about to get into some of the other big names and start to understand the relationships at the apex of the Shadowloo pyramid. Join me next time for the cool guy to M. Bison's weird nerd on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>